how did I never know anything about the Flaming Lips other than they existed? I'm realizing I even know one or two of their songs that I never even, I didn't know that that was them. I, yep. And they also had yeah. that, you hate your boss at your job <laughs> and all your bad days will end. I don't know yes. if you remember that one. For some time now, uh, the church in America has built quite a bit of a culture around short-term missions trips. Um, really a, probably exploding in the 80s and 90s and, and youth groups and now adults go um, a lot over the spring break and over the summer. Sunnybrook is one of those churches that, that sends groups out uh, all over the place over spring break and so we want to spend a little bit of time today just talking about why we do that, what the goal of those things are and, and uh, in what ways they can be helpful and what ways sometimes they're not helpful. Uh, today, I, Drew Moss, am in the studio with Drew Henderson, our junior high minister who's leading a trip to Dallas, as he's done for many years with the junior high kids uh, this spring break, and with Scott Irwin, our college minister, who often leads a, a group to Albuquerque over spring break. He'll actually be in Mexico this year, but we spent some time talking through the goal of these missions trips, why we do them, and, and what we hope to see take place through them. Hope you enjoy. All right, fellas, thanks for being here. We are, uh, as we record this, just a few days away from our annual missions trips here at Sunnybrook with people going all over the place to Down Home Ranch near Austin, Texas, and to Piedras Negras, Mexico, and Albuquerque, and Dallas, and uh, all over the place. And so we just thought we'd take a little bit of time to chat uh, about that um, and, and, and why we do those missions trips. Uh, specifically specifically some of the ones we do but it, before we get into those specifics of Dallas or of Albuquerque or wherever I want to talk a little bit about just why in general we do missions trips short-term missions trips here at Sunnybrook um, so Drew I'll, I'll start with you man you've been you've been taking a crew to Dallas for a long time um, and going on yeah. trips to Poland and and have you been down to Mexico uh, not Piedras oh, Negras. Okay. I've been to. I know. Dude, I'm you still a Christian. We are the only <laughs> the only people at Sunnybrook who have I've not been, been to Piedras Negras, Mexico. Hey, but I always have the trump card. I lived in Mexico for three you months. You did. Yeah. So when anyone ever asked me if I've been to Piedras Negras, no. But I lived in Mexico for three months. So I mean, you know, hey. So you win. Still. Yeah. It's totally. It's <laughs> yeah. Very, well, it's really healthy. It creates like a healthy relationship. Yeah. With people. This is you're you. still a Christian. Me. You're I am. just not a member. We we have to revoke your Sunnybrook membership. My children will go to Piedras Negras. Before I do, there you yeah, go. So. Yep, my wife has been. I have not been yet. So. Okay. Um, cool. Okay. So yeah. So tell me, what is the thinking? Why not? Why not use spring break to go on a ski trip with with students, or to go do a, a retreat somewhere? What's what's the thinking um, behind short term missions trips and and kind of the goal and benefit of those? Well, I think the benefit. I I think sometimes when we when we say something like, "How can we do a mission trip other than at spring break rather than another event?" Like I would say that it's not that those events don't have value. So I would say that you still need to do those things at different times. Sure. So I don't think it's a matter of now we've gotten serious and now we're going on mission trips, right? right? So for us, we moved it to the spring break slot um, several years back because it just seemed to be a, a good fit there as opposed to say a ski trip um, uh, that we had done before, which was awesome as well. Um, but for us, it was more a, you have this, me this many weeks in a year, you have these kind of time slots, what can we act, what, what fits best there? So, 
several years back with the junior high group. I, I think that the Dallas trip developed over a long period of time. So I, whenever I interned here a long, long, long time ago, I think it was one of the first times that we went down to Dallas during the summer and it was a week long. Um, we worked with Dallas Christian College. We worked with um, them uh, as well as Community Fellowship Church. Those are the two organizations that we partnered with. After that came along a group called World Impact that yep. we partnered with, with some of our students that actually had gone to work with World Impact in the inner city of Dallas. I remember that uh, when I interned in 2003 we in the old World brick building down there. Yeah. Um, so, and now we're um, with our junior high. Uh, we've gone back down to like basically a half week um, at, at over spring break and pretty much exclusively working with Community Fellowship Church. And so we've just kind of worked with and become friends with and developed Christian fellowship and a relationship with this church. And so that's kind of what we've have stuck with. Okay. So okay. So it's it's worked for us. It is a good entry level mission trip for a middle school student, junior high student. It's not like you're going to Mexico for ten days, yeah. you know, yeah. or, or whatever. So you say like entry level, but like yep. so what's the what's the what's the idea behind why do you want to introduce junior hires to yeah. missions trips? Like what's the goal in that? Yeah, I think the main goal for us would be that they would be able to go and experience um, like several days with other Christians from a different uh culture than than we are so that would be like one goal um and then the other one would be to serve that church however we can and however we can be helpful okay and so again we go not hey we're gonna fix everything or apparently that we think needs to be fixed (laughs) that may or may not need to be fixed um but just basically say hey what needs do you have and how can we help serve so and so it's um, morphed a lot over the years um as far as doing a lot of different random projects which are are good but we've kind of centered in on helping this church that's great that's great scott what would you add to that as far as the importance of or need for mission trips i would say and this is going to sound goofy but when drew talks about it like it's not that the mission now we've arrived and mission trips are the only way to do it that's just a wise way to talk about it because you know the value of getting away with a group of your people connecting there's a lot of value in that and that can happen on the mountain that can happen skiing that can happen sure you know you know but so the value is still there of let's get away together let's do something together and then the other value is students i think get to live beyond themselves get to kind of see that life doesn't revolve around them that um they the other people have needs that we can help and you know, and I've been to the Dallas trip with junior hires, and I know that my son, for five minutes, dug a hole, and then he went and played basketball for the rest of the time. You know, so, yeah. you know, his first time he went, and so he's he's like, oh, do we have to do this? But what I'm what I like about it is, as much as a dad, that really frustrated me, and I wanted him to work and you know serve the whole time, and you know, but then it, I had to step back and go, no, there's something bigger going on. And he's, he's getting a feel for it. Now it's like his favorite thing. He's mm-hmm. looking forward to this trip and he loves it. You know, um, so it's a rhythm of life yep. change to, even though it's two to three days, we don't do phones at least yep. in the hotel where we stay, but there, I, um, something about just going down and we're going to spend a day just kind of working together yep. and it's not going to be, um, and this is culturally driven by the church it's not going to be we have to go down 
and fix something and get it done. Mm-hmm. Like that's really not the goal. That's kind of the American yeah. idea yeah. of the way that, and the reason why we want to do these things. And you have to do a lot of teaching, especially with men in specific. Hey, it's not about, we, we're going to complete the project now. It's not about, you know, it might be about working for a bit and then hanging out for a little while because that's what culturally is done. Which is a hard concept for our people to grasp because they're like, once they've committed to the idea of going and like serving, they're like Mm -hmm. all in about serving. I'm in. I've taken off work. I'm ready. We're going to get stuff done. We're going to do a lot for these people. They need it. We're going to help them, you know, and and then then it's a shift of like, oh, wait, we have to help them see, you know, the people that are there like because you do a good job of this sitting down and talking to those ladies and finding out you know what's going on and you realize i could be i could be painting a fence right now but i'm more investing in the relational aspect and 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 that's huge that that's what they want actually yeah they'll say it that's what they want they they love that you know more so than the the little planting flowers for them Mm -hmm. you know and for college students it's similar like you know i think about there's plenty of groups you know we have fraternities and sororities and different college groups that are going all over the place and doing things and doing fun trips and so those are out there for our students and those are available and their friends they can rally together and take a trip like that but it's like when we think about it what are we going to provide what are we going to provide that's different and and so we provide an opportunity to get away but more specifically we provide an opportunity for them especially the albuquerque trip for them to see other people serving other adults serving their community with the gifts that God's given them so that they can begin to think about what that looks like for them when they leave college. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so tell me a little bit like you guys actually are starting to touch on this some, but uh, there has been a big shift in the last like 10 years on short-term missions trips on what they are and what we're supposed to, what they're supposed to accomplish there's actually been a number of people in the last 10 years saying we need to do away with them hmm. uh, that they're not even that they're not a good or helpful thing for the church at large and for the people we're going to and all of those things um, but talk a little bit about that like what are those changes that have taken place? What's kind of been the way of thinking about it and, and how are churches and how is Sunnybrook try to think about it today? What would you say to someone who says these are kind of not helpful and not a good thing to be doing? Um, yeah, I mean, but, I think we touched on it there. Just If it is driven by, like I would say, an American ego to fix everything, yeah. um, that would be a, a problem. Um, I think one of the shifts that we've had is that, and I think indirectly we've had this, but we seem to be moving toward more being connected to local church ministries that we go and experience and that we go and serve and that we go and basically help with something that's already existing and, Mm -hmm. and, and moving, you know, and doing ministry in, in a particular area, particular community. I think, um, we joked about my summer in Mexico. I think back to that a lot. In 1994, I was with Amor Ministries, a group that's existed, still exists, um, in uh, Tijuana, Mexico, and also, um, I believe, also uh, Juarez, South of Juarez, Juarez yeah. still, I think. Yeah. Um, but they worked with local churches and building, identifying needs of people in the community. 
and um, building homes for people that needed homes. And those people were recommended by churches and pastors. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, I didn't really even know who the pastors were or the, the churches that were recommending these people that have needs. And so looking back on that, I think if we could have helped people see that connection a little yeah. bit more and yeah. we did build churches. And so there, there were um, times where we did this get, get connection with local churches, but I think that's just becoming clearer and clearer and clearer for, for short-term mission trips on, yeah, we need to be stay, staying connected to the local church that's already there. Yeah, I remember my own my own times going down and, and we worked with your rivals, Casas for Cristo. Yes, um, yes. So uh, we, would, we would go down and do that. And I remember in high school doing that. And I mean, the goal was uh, swoop in there, uh, sort of sort of save the day for this family that's really in need and we'll yeah. come and we're going to take care of you here yeah and also kind of get it done see if you we can break last year's record as to how fast we did yeah. this thing and i don't think and that was ever intended no it you wasn't know what like, I mean? like it wasn't from like, the ministry i think yes. it's just churches have grown since then yes and kind of went through this short-term mission trip boom and then everyone's like because that this is a recent thing you know yeah. I mean, yeah. churches haven't always done yeah. this it's like i was just um, it's like something like 1950 60 right. is like the first round time that so that you go started, 20 so. 30 years and people are like okay we need to connect the dots a little bit better yeah. here yeah. so yeah. i think i don't think people ever intentionally did that i think it's just kind of naturally the way that it goes when you don't help people connect to the church yeah and it's potentially separated yeah yeah uh, and uh, also, too, you, th- you think the I would assume, and, and as we've talked to the people that we go serve and visit, they're going, yeah, realistically, you coming for a week, I'm not sure what you think is happening <laughs> here, but we're going to be the ones that stick around longer. And so the impact you make actually affects us. So, you know, and so I think it's more of like, let's think about what's really happening here. You know, people who have never been to this place are coming for a week. And they think that they're going to do what, you know? And so then the brick and the mortar stuff, and those can be really encouraging to the local missionaries and the local people we're serving. um, Because it's like, yeah, it's exponential help, and you guys are making an impact, and um, we get to leverage that for the kingdom. And that's, that's, uh, I think, for us, the, the what we love about this Albuquerque trip is we know we're going there to serve the church who is serving the city. Mm-hmm. So whenever we serve the city on behalf of the church, we know when we leave, oh, you need to check out New City or you need to you need to talk to, you know, Abiel at Ciudad because they're the ones that are going to be there afterwards and we hope we make a positive impact so that so that it looks good on that church. Yeah. Not on students from Oklahoma State. Um, and so that that to me is the is the the real the reality of what's of what can happen. And when we have a misconception about it, we can actually do more damage um, to their reputation. Hmm. Like, sure. like misconception and what, like in what ways? Yeah. Damage and misconception. Well, misconception that we're coming in and we're gonna we're gonna save people, and our job is to share the gospel with everybody we see, and so we're gonna have tracks, and we're going to go up, and we're going to matching bright green T-shirts. Yes, with, we're all yes. we're same, so they all know we're from the same place, same and that we yes. we this church from Stillwater, Oklahoma, are coming to you here in Albuquerque, and we are we are here to really love you, and mm-hmm. but then we're leaving in a few days, so um, don't get your hopes up. Yeah, you know. Yeah. No, I, I, I see that. And I've really like, I, there's sometimes I, I think about it. There's sometimes I want to bring, we, we generally bring to Albuquerque 30-ish. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm like, man, I really want to push that 
up higher. You know, I'd love to get more for for our students' sake. I'd yep. love to have more and more students get to experience this. But I do sometimes. I've started to wonder if, like, even for the if we really do believe that the goal is like a learning from these churches in Albuquerque and b being an encouragement mm-hmm. is does that start to lose effect if we brought eighty? Do we do we start to lo- lose the ability to encourage and build relationships and all of those things with them? It would take a lot more work on their part. Yeah, yeah. For us to actually, yeah, that's a lot of work do for them. Help for, yeah. for for them creating things for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's big. Um, okay, so tell me this: if someone was considering, what what would you say? Someone's thinking through the possibility of going short term missions trip. Um, what would you uh, say to them as reasons they ought to consider going. I, w- I want to talk also about reasons you shouldn't go. Uh, but first, let, let me just hear, like, if someone's going to you going, hey, man, I'm thinking about going on this Mexico missions trip. Uh, I'm thinking about going with the crew in Poland to summer or, uh, yeah, to, to Poland in the summer or Nicaragua or something. W- what would you say to them? Like, here's some reasons that you should, I think you should consider doing this. Thanks, I, thanks for me j- right off the bat are Go and see what God is doing all over the world. Mm-hmm. Go and go go with the heart that says God is already at work there. I want to see what He's doing, and I want to and I want to meet the people He's doing it through. And how can I help and serve them and, and learn? Go with a desire to learn what God is doing and and encourage the people that are that are already there. Yeah, uh, humility is kind of the first thing that comes to my mind. Is are you willing to go and to be taught? Are you willing to go? and not have to fix everything that you think needs to be fixed um, and relationships as well. Um, see what God is doing in these existing churches. I think of um, the things that have happened and I've only been to Poland one time, so I've not been several, but um, like some of our people have, but uh, think back to their team that came up back to visit us, you know, probably nine months after that. And some, it was, I believe it was like right before Thanksgiving, we had them over to our house afterwards after they came here to do a, a special prayer send off. And I just think about that and think the impact that it makes even on my own children, that they're able to see that there are other believers in other part of the world, other parts of the world that are doing things. And I don't think any of that would have happened had I not taken the opportunity to go and to learn and to see what God is doing mm-hmm. and see these relationships that he continues to develop. And, um, and, yeah, yeah, that's cool. I've I've heard Jim describe the progression in which a person goes on a mission trip, and the more they go, the, the he he describes them moving through these stages, where you're first going because, man, I just get so much out of going, and so I'm going really to get to experience something for me that I think is really going to be really cool, and then um, and then the next phase is yeah, it's not about me. It's about what they need. So we're here to really meet their needs and to really help them. And then the th- he, he describes, and I don't know how this works and if this is, you know, a formula or whatever, but I think the third stage was like, no, you know, I, for whatever reason, my heart, like I have a heart for that place and I just feel called to go. And so I'm going because I think God wants me to go. And I'm not looking to get something personally for certain, necessarily mm-hmm. i'm not looking to like change everybody there because like if if all of a sudden i don't perceive there being a need does that mean i stop going mm-hmm. you know so but that yeah i'm going because i feel called to go i'm going because i think god wants me to be proactive in encouraging the church worldwide and this is a, a place where i've 
found that that is a place I feel in called called to go and encourage. You know, mm-hmm. regardless of what happens. And and we've had good years, and I've you know Drew's been with me. I've had one particular <laughs> bad year where I got I didn't get good things out of it. Um, I came back very frustrated, but um, but it didn't didn't stop it it was really more of like okay that was stuff going on with me and and there's still some good stuff here and i need to just be committed to these people because they're committed to that place so is there anybody you would uh, not anybody particular but is there a particular situation or particular reasons um, that you would say don't don't go on a trip you like i mean if if this is where you're at or if this is if this is kind of your your thinking or your mindset where like there are reasons you would say not to go um, again, I think I said it earlier. If if you go with the attitude of I'm here to bring something, I'm here to, uh, I'm here to to fix issues. I'm even even with the right um, the right uh, heart that might be misguided a bit. I can remember in Mexico, I would have several groups. This happened several times, um, where kids would finish the week, and so we would host youth groups. I was apparently in charge of building a house as a 19 year old an intern with other um, Americans that had come down mostly high school students and then their adult leaders and uh, always stuck out to me Um, you could tell kind of midweek it's like becoming convicting it's becoming real this is like now they've been in this culture and they're seeing poverty really for the first time and like you're talking about that stage it's Mm -hmm. not like like going on the way it's the stage of the days almost day one mm-hmm. uh, still self-obsessed day two beginning to get it day three day four don't want to leave in um, almost without fail there would be a kid that would start to like it's like hey um, my clothes are like done right you know because we've been laying concrete yes, yes. could I leave them here for the people <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> No, covered no, in covered actually, in stucco. Yeah, covered in, and and it was like he, even with the quote best intentions, right? It's like yeah. no. Yes. Why would you want to leave them your worst things? You know how is that? You know, and it's just like this whole thing just went backwards. Now, now we're back to before you even came here. So, um, yeah, it's always kind of a, a heart issue of I, I'm going to go and I'm going to do and I'm going to teach and I'm going to, and uh, so humility is key. If if you're um, looking at just kind of continuing your day as you normally, I can remember going to Poland and uh, staying up all night on the flight there and not being able to sleep and then ending up there in the worst mood possible on the first day and a massive headache and didn't sleep. And that's just going to be part of some trips that, um, that you'll be able to deal with. But um, humility is key, I believe. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I wonder, I mean, I, I have, I'm not a missionary. I haven't been on a mission field per se, but, like I would love to have a missionary say, describe groups that he's had to host and just like he's holding this tension, he or she holding this tension of we want them to be here because ultimately it it exposes what God's doing here and other people get to see it, but they are coming in with their ideas and those ideas do not match up with what we're about Mm -hmm. and what we're trying to do here. And so God help me to welcome them and love them and let them be here and serve but they're Lord, inconveniencing me yes, in this work right now yes i mean it <laughs> i think about i mean gosh just every day if, if if 30 people just showed up and said hey scott we're here to ser- help you guys 
you know, what do you need? I'm like, oh, well, I'm writing a sermon, and then, then I've got to meet the student, <laughs> yes, and then yes. I've got um, whatever. I'm working on future stuff, and so I've got to get this thing done before we leave, and i got to write a Easter Devo by tomorrow, and so <laughs> and now i got to entertain 30 people yeah, and figure yeah. out where they need to be, you know? And, and so, and, you know, I just think I wonder, you know, just that coming in with your own ideas of how you think you're going to. Yeah. I, I like that. I tell our well. First of all, just side thing. I heard. I just read. I just read in a in a post on a Gospel Coalition about a guy who's talking about a missionary who asked his church for eight people. Hey, we could we bring a group over there? He's like, yeah, we could use eight people to come help us with these particular things. And the church sent one hundred kids from the youth group. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about just like what in the world am I supposed to do with? You know what I mean? He's got to find places for them. He's got to. And, and I, you know, we, we like to tell our Albuquerque students, just remember this, we're creating extra work for this church when we go down to serve them. They've got to put effort into preparing places for us and, and scheduling all this and finding, you know what I mean? And hopefully in that process, we're serving them and their greater goals and stuff as we, as we serve their community and they're kind of in the name of Jesus through them and stuff. But, but just know, like, we're not... Yeah. We're not like making everything easier for them by our coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those things are happening. But, um, I think that's where long-term, longer-term relationships and yes. short-term mission trips is is very very helpful. Um, it just gives the the missionaries or church planners or whoever you're going to be with gives them the opportunity to get to know you, get to know your group, see your heart, and then the the church that's coming it gives them an idea of the true needs of ways that you can better the thing that um we i believe often forget and i've done good and a bad job at this is the preparation of taking teams over places um you know other than hey we're going to meet at this time and leave and go there and we're going to kind of do it on the fly and we there's been times where i think i've been guilty of that but the better that we can prepare our people to help them become culturally discerning on where they're going and uh, what what needs the church actually has and how you can be helpful all the way down to the way that you act in public to the way that you act around uh, people that are not from Stillwater Oklahoma where we happen to be from um, that all plays a big part in how well these trips go yeah do you think do you think the longer the trip oh far away from home the greater the level of anticipation of like, okay, gosh, we're traveling all this way. We better make use better of this time. We better do something. We better, you know, mm-hmm. I, and I, I, I have to confess, like, I remember when, so Drew and, and Jake and I went to Spain to visit these Global Scope uh, college ministries, one in Salamanca, Spain, one in Valencia, Spain. We were going to visit these two different ministries in two different cities, basically under the same umbrella to see about connecting our students to them. And I remember telling Jake, hey, we would like to, you know, encourage the staff at some point. And so I don't know if you remember meeting yep, with the yep. Salamanca staff, and they're just like, all right, what do you want to say to us? <laughs> and they just let <laughs> us talk. No they just let us need. talk yeah. for like 20, 30 minutes, 20 minutes or so. And all three of us got to share some things that were on our heart that we just wanted to encourage them with. And I just remember thinking after we were done, like, that is not how I thought that was going to go. <laughs> That yes. in my mind, I'm I'm I want to encourage you, and they're going, okay, thanks, <laughs> sweet. I'm glad Are you, guys you felt the need to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, it's like it's somebody yeah. just walking into our staff meeting, just being like, hey, well, everyone, 
quiet down for a second. I want to encourage yeah. you guys. I know you've never met minutes. me before, but <laughs> yeah. I have some things I want to say to you. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it is. It's always this need. I've come. I feel like I need to. I yes. feel like I have to say something. Yes. You know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I feel like it was worth its time and all that <laughs> stuff. Okay. I I I did not prepare you for this, so I'm just maybe this will be a disaster. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ask it because I am so good at. At verbal processing. <laughs> do I don't you? have the personality for radio, Drew. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you do have... Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I do have the face, have the but face, not the right. personality. Um, do, you, uh, do you guys have a particular moment or story that you can think back on a, on a trip where, where this has been like meaningful or encouraging for you or where you got to see God working or got to experience, even if you weren't a part of it, got to... Got to witness God doing things in a part of the world that, that you just had not expected. Do you have a particular kind of memory of, of a time or a place where, where, where it was just really impactful on you? I do. You go. Uh, only because it happened last year. I mean, it's the most recent one. But we had a student go on our trip who was new to our ministry. She was a brand new Christian. She was kind of loosely connected in the fall of last year. She started coming more consistently in the spring, and she just decided to take a leap of faith and go on this trip, and she didn't have much, a whole lot of connection. And then the day we leave for Albuquerque, she doesn't show up, and she somehow sleeps through her alarm. And then so now her anxiety is through the roof in terms of like, I am ruining these, this trip. And so we waited for her, we picked her up, we did all these things, and she just thinks she's ruined everything. And then, um, and then we just said, Drew and I decided to start and start like getting to know them a little at a time. So we, we had them come into our vehicle, each of them share a little bit of their story, just to kind of hear their, their like testimony. each different leg of the trip. Yeah. Yeah. Different at people at a different vehicle. leg, we'd have yeah. three or four students come in, sit with us and like share their story. And then when she showed her, shared her story, we were speechless because of what she's been through and the kind of life she's had and then coming to Christ. And we realized in that moment, like, this is a huge week for this this girl so anyway the week goes on and we're like trying to figure out how do we encourage her how do we whatever and then and then they one of the churches that we were helping out with the youth group asked for two of our students to share their testimony and we we decided to have her share her testimony she'd never done it before so we we kind of walked her through it and shared how to do it and um, she did awesome at it and she will tell you that's the moment when this ministry became her family mm-hmm. is because when she got done, which she'd never done before, she said something took over. She doesn't know exactly how, how you know, she, she just like, I just started talking and, and then I was done and everybody came up and just started hugging me. And she's like, I've never had that before. And, mm-hmm. and she'll tell you that that's when it became her family and she has been connected here. And so just her in the, now she's been like this huge bringer of people She's got two or three friends going on this trip that probably wouldn't have gone if she hadn't encouraged. Yeah. So she's yeah, yeah, it's very cool. Yep, very cool. Drew, when you said that, Drew, I I thought you were going to say like um, unforgettable stories, yeah. things, crises <laughs> on Dude, the mission trips too. I there were a lot of those that came to my mind, broken bones <laughs> and different things like that. Um, I think um, if I had to think of one, just more God moment, I guess you would say, whenever I was in Mexico the summer uh, after my second year of college, I think, um, we would go into, uh, we would cross the border, um, go to a Carl's Jr. in San Ysidro, California, 
and right there we would meet all of the groups that were coming down and so you would um, sometimes get like well, you get out of mexico you'd have two three hours to go do whatever you needed to do that afternoon in the states um, get prepared for the next group coming in. And I can remember being in that Carl's Jr. And there was an old woman who could barely speak English. And um, we're sitting there in these tables and uh, I think finishing our dinner that night, getting the groups together. And she just started asking me like why we were there and why, like, what are you guys doing? And uh, I got to share the gospel with her sort of in Spanish, sort of in English, as much Spanish that I knew. And uh, I just remember that as like, wow, this was, I did not expect that to happen. And so I don't know what happened with that. I, we, we left, took the group back into Mexico, and that was that. But um, that was a moment that I'll, I don't think I'll ever forget. But just that sitting there at a table and a lady starts asking us mm -hmm. questions. And so sometimes those, what we do, the way that we live, the people, that, how we serve as Christians does speak loudly. Cool. You know, and to that, I think the, the other thing that, could, that we could get in the to the wrong degree say this isn't about this isn't about evangelism it's about just serving <laughs> yeah it's about you know whatever is is that question is yeah. why are you guys here and i think i think the unique opportunities if you're going with this heart to serve and to be a represent jesus and the church and the people you're serving then then you when you have the answer to that question why are you here you can bring in the gospel you can bring in jesus and so um I think I think it can be a really unique way to share the gospel and to evangelize. Mm -hmm. But if you go in with this, like we're going to evangelize the city, then all of a sudden you have these misconceptions of reality. Mm. But I think of going to Dallas all of these years. Um, there are just uh, takeaway moments that I've had. You know, of just things that uh, there was a pastor that was there for a, a number of years, Pastor James, he's passed away. Hmm. But it would seem like inevitably we would end up leaning up against his truck talking and God is just teaching me all these different things through this older, wiser man hmm. uh, who's kind of just sharing about life and ministry, a former drug addict that God changed his life. He becomes a pastor. And um, I think whenever they see that our our motives aren't to, to fix everything, that they're genuine, then I think those true relationships begin to happen. And um, so in some sense, I feel like they're, they are, well, they are our family. And um, mm -hmm. he's a, a, a pastor friend of mine that I've learned things from. And so that's cool. cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, we hope, uh, those of you listening to this, we hope, I don't know if everyone's gonna be on a missions trip, but uh, I hope it's something you'll think about. And I, and I hope as you do that, I hope getting to hear from Drew and Scott a little bit about the purpose behind would even shape your your thinking in that, uh, the opportunity to get to encourage brothers and sisters in, uh, in another part of the States or another part of the world. And uh, man, even the cool thing is even when we go, sometimes not with, with a little bit of ignorance and not the greatest of intentions or understanding that, that God does use those things still in our lives and for his kingdom. And uh, that's something we can be excited about. So until next time.